You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. We hope you are able to use your employment rights to protect yourself at work. You have a right to do this. We want to start by saying that if you like what we are doing, please tell other people and comment and share our content and subscribe to our podcast. To leave a review, just click the Apple podcast link on our podcast website or the link at the bottom of these show notes and you can leave a review through your iTunes account. This would really help us to make our podcast more visible. We also want to remind you that you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes where you're listening to this podcast episode. Last week, we looked at the issue of workers who regularly receive their wages and salaries late or not at all. We also looked at the initial steps you can take if this happens to you. In this week's podcast episode, we want to focus on how a failure of your employer to pay your wages becomes a complaint of constructive dismissal and what your next steps should be if this happens to you. So, we talked about the steps you can take if you're paid late or not at all and mentioned speaking to your employer, approaching your trade union representative or a local law centre or citizens advice bureau and making a claim to an employment tribunal for a failure to pay wages or an unlawful deduction from wages under the Wages Act. All of these options are linked to if you are underpaid. Because under wages claims, you don't need a two-year time limit to go back to your employer to get your money. And also, you don't need a two-year time limit under a Wages Act claim to get that money from an employment tribunal. But what if, like a proportion of the 88% of workers in the HR survey, you decide that the continued late payment or non-payment of your wages has finally killed off your desire to be in that job or has forced you to leave your job. What do you do then? Well, if you're forced to resign from your job because of regular late payment or failure to pay your wages, you do not have to give up on the money you are owed. You can make a claim to an employment tribunal for something else. And that something else is called constructive dismissal or constructive unfair dismissal. Remembering that you can only make this type of claim once you have left your job or once your employment has ended. And for this type of claim, you do need a two year continuous work history with your employer. And that claim would come under breach of contract, the breach being a failure to pay you in the agreed way. Once you feel forced to resign, though, you must not delay. You need to leave immediately and you must not work your notice. If you don't leave straight away or you decide or you're persuaded to work your notice, you may lose your right to claim constructive dismissal 
or your case may get to a tribunal, but then your employer might convince a tribunal that because you decided to stay and delayed in leaving your job, you affirmed, meaning you agreed or accepted your employer's misconduct. And as a result of this, the tribunal may reduce your claim to a simple calculation of money owed to you and may dismiss the constructive dismissal element of the claim. And it's in the constructive dismissal element where the majority of the damages that you can be awarded, it's in that part of the claim where the real value of the claim is. And if this happens, any complaints you had about the behaviour of your employer which caused you to resign, those complaints will not be heard and the constructive dismissal part of your claim will fail. A key point to note here is that you can only make a constructive dismissal claim again only if you are an employee and if you have that two years of continuous service with your employer. Again, if you do not meet this criteria, you are back to making an employment tribunal claim for unpaid wages. Once you feel forced to resign from your job or you resign voluntarily, you should write a resignation letter to your employer detailing all the reasons why you are leaving, including all the times when you have been paid late if you are underpaid, and all the times where you may not have been paid at all. This letter becomes very important because the letter will become evidence of your employer's behaviour. So you need to focus on showing the reader the particular behaviour of your employer that led you to resign. So focus in detail on the dates when the pay didn't arrive on time. Focus on what you did to try to rectify the situation and focus on your employer's responses or rather lack of response that eventually led to you resigning. And it's at this point that the records you've been keeping about, for example, when you were paid late or when your pay was short or when you were not paid at all, it's at this point that these records become really important. Constructive dismissal cases can be notoriously difficult to prove because employees can't always show evidence of the treatment they have received that caused them to walk away from the job. You see, your employer won't mind paying you any money that you are owed when you get to tribunal. But what your employer will not want to do is to lose a constructive dismissal claim. Because remember, that constructive dismissal element can deliver damages of up to £25,000. So it's the evidence that will help to bolster your case. And if you've been keeping evidence about the issues with your pay, which can include things like your pay slips, which may show the underpayment or bank statements showing the late payment of your wages into your account, then there might be emails that you sent to your employer raising concerns about the treatment you're receiving. And then you might also have your own running record of what was happening to your pay before you decided to resign. All these types of evidence are likely to be evidence that the tribunal can rely on to make a decision about the constructive dismissal element of your claim. And that's the bit of the claim that 
you are really focused on. Because it's that bit of the claim, as we've said, which will give you damages or a remedy for the way that you have been treated and not just your missing wages. Once you email your letter, be sure to ask for a read receipt on your email. The read receipt being a little box that pops up on the email, which means that the employer must tick or the reader must tick to say they've read the email and they can't get past the screen until they've ticked that box. Because that way, there can be no issue about the employer saying that they didn't receive the email. So ask for a read receipt on your email and also keep the confirmation of your email being sent in a safe place. We would also advise that you deliver a hard copy letter or a hard copy of the email and be sure to get a stamped or written receipt for your letter. And you can get that by sending your letter by recorded delivery. We don't intend to go into what the tribunal will award you if you win your case. Instead, you can re-listen to podcast episodes 91 and 92, which deal with all aspects of constructive dismissal. One major change that is coming into play on the 6th of April 2022 is that we then get the new rates coming through for tribunals. And just as living wage rates go up and national minimum wage rates go up on the 1st of April, so does the rates that tribunals can award you. And tribunal awards on lost salary are capped. So the new capped compensatory award is now one year salary or £93,898 or whichever figure is the lowest. And yes, that's right. If you are forced to resign because of your employer's treatment and you then struggle to get another job, a tribunal can award you up to a year's salary. So that figure every year is increased and it stands now at £93,898 or if your salary is lower than this then you get the lower amount. The amount the tribunal will award you will also be dependent on you being able to provide detailed records of your efforts to find a new job since leaving your old job. The legal term for this is you providing evidence of the steps you take to mitigate your losses, meaning you are showing the tribunal that you are doing things to reduce the amount of money that you have lost since you left your job. And the tribunal will expect you to provide that evidence. And that's it for this week. What we hope you get out of this week's episode is information you need to challenge your employer's breach of your contract to pay you as agreed. The key steps to note are, number one, to claim constructive dismissal, you must be an employee with at least two years service and you're dismissed because of breach of contract. And the contract breach is a failure to pay you wages or a failure to pay your wages on time. Number two, write a letter to your employer detailing all the reasons why you felt you had no choice but to leave your job because of your employer's behaviour. Number three, 
reach out for support and you can contact ACAS or a law centre or the Citizens Advice Bureau and you can also reach out to us here at Employment Rights Online. And number four, lodge your claim with an employment tribunal and you must lodge that claim no later than three months minus one day of the day you walked out or the day you felt forced to resign from your job. Remember that there are support links to help you with these steps at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. Until next week, have a great Employment Rights Week. Bye for now.